Hi, and welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries Extra Drama. Today's bonus episode is for book number seven, Dear Sister, which was quite the thrill ride. And my guest again is Alex Jennings. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I really, gift. I really feel like it, we started last week's episode with me apologizing to you for asking you to read this, mm-hmm. but I was so gratified that you really got your hackles up as much as I did about the crazy events of this uh, insane book. It's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> so, normally in extra drama, we talk about like a B plot or something like that, mm-hmm. but I feel like we pretty much got to everything in the main episode. It's all much more interwoven in Dear Sister than in a lot of yeah. the books. But I thought, if you don't mind, that I would take the opportunity of having you here because I realized really just in the past couple of days, what a unique opportunity I have to talk to you because you are an actress who specializes, I would say, okay, in no, playing, you, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like a thing. You specialize in playing, a, you, so far. you have a youthful appearance, mm-hmm. you pull it off, playing a teenager, absolutely. I've seen it on TV. It's very believable. But you are not a teenager. Correct. Uh, we talk a lot about about older people playing teenagers on TV shows and mm-hmm. how the covers of the book, they look so much older. But Alex, as Carla on the Goldbergs, <laughs> you literally go to work and essentially attend 80s high school yeah. as an actress. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, were you thinking about that at all when you were reading the book? Now I'm like, no. Like, now I'm surprised because I guess it doesn't, there's a big difference between Southern California high school and uh, the Goldbergs takes place in Pennsylvania, like Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> very different vibes, I will yeah. just say. Um, so, I mean, I do love a good a good high school uh, show or book in general. I love the 80s. Like, I just do. So, like, I love Freaks and Geeks, all that kind of stuff, you know? I love Freaks and um, Geeks, yeah. So, like, I didn't really relate as much just, I don't know, like, the fact that I'm my character is, like, one of, like, the cool, like, crazy, like, girls. Like, I basically play, like, a crazy Jessica on the show. Um, like, I don't, but I'm not blonde or anything, you know? Um, what if Carla had a twin who was very studious? Oh, Will man, you pitch that would that be that crazy. To Adam? Yeah, Adam Goldberg, just the showrunner of the show. I'm yeah. sure he has time for me uh, pitching him ideas. Hey, you're, but, one uh, of his, you're one of his stars. But, like, that would be so fun. I mean, that would be, that is kind of, like, a crazy dream. They always do that for... On soaps, if you're a really good actor on a soap opera, they would rate you a twin because you could pull it off and do both, and that would be quite an honor. You would be great at that. I, I think. think I could because I basically you know, Elizabeth in real life, and I play a Jessica on TV. I guess that's like I'm realizing this now. Like that's kind of true. You are wearing glasses at the moment, and I'm <laughs> totally picturing Carla's twin sister. We'll call her Martha. Marla. Marla. Oh, that's even better than Martha. <laughs> So we'll call her Marla, wears glasses, and she has her hair in a bun, and she oh. is very studious. Maybe she's, like, uh, in charge of the chemistry club or something. Oh my god, I gotta say, I do actually, like, love all of this. I wish there was something I could actually do with that, because Carla just has no time for anyone. All she does is, she, like, steals stuff, she, like, knows all the cops, basically. <laughs> she, like, is just... Hanging out with, like, older men all the time. <laughs> well, that fits really well yeah. in the Sweet Valley universe, too. I don't know. I just, yeah. We were just talking about all the older men in Dear Sister. There's Dr. Edwards. Yeah. There's Mr. Collins. There's a, some sort of psychologist I mean, that's referenced. There's the cop that's, like, an older man true. who gets always, an adult smile. Uh, I always joke that, like, 
my character probably does have, like, an older boyfriend that, like, sells, like, stereos at the mall or something. I could definitely Like, there's that. a guy, Sean Marquette, plays my boyfriend on the show, but he, we also joke that he looks really old, too. Anyway, no, now I'm putting together, like, there's plenty of similarities that I just did not think about. Well, there aren't too many things in this particular book that seem super 80s. Some right, of the true. books have more references to 80s things. One cultural reference that I thought was sort of telling though it's also not particularly 80s-ish, is that at the very beginning of the book, Elizabeth is in the hospital, Mm -hmm. and Jessica brings her some stuff to kind of spruce her up, and she brings her dry shampoo. (gasps) Thank you, but we didn't talk about that, and I was like, dry shampoo was a thing? I didn't know it existed in the 80s, but also, boy, has dry shampoo's, uh, like, headline changed, because... In this book, Elizabeth is like, oh, dry shampoo. Yeah. Ugh. And instead of like, ooh, dry shampoo, that'll be great. <laughs> you know? So I'm so glad you brought that up because I did like circle that. Like, dry, like, dry shampoo is a thing. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. And now yeah. it's like all the rage here. She like, hates that. She calls it like super duper dry shampoo. Yeah, it's super duper dry shampoo. She's like, I know it's not as good as the real thing, which is true. Let's face it. Dry shampoo is not as good sure. as the real thing. These girls but. are very all about their... Uh, hygiene though and they're grooming yeah I there's guess. a lot of showers the mo- yeah like the most in this book the most like heated i feel like jessica ever gets is when elizabeth gets in the shower before she can yes yeah, she's like so she's mad. like so livid about the shower and i thought that was hilarious that that was the most uh freaked out that she that's when got. they're getting ready for the party that the pool party yeah. they have at their house the first party of the book jessica and elizabeth's like celebration of elizabeth's homecoming party it's a pool party jessica has to do all the work and she's really sweaty and gross, and she has this realization, like, oh, man, getting ready for a party gets really sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like she, you realize just how... Jessica has this, this like, realization over the course of this book about how much work it is to, like, give a shit about anything but yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a good lesson that she doesn't really hold on to. Yeah, I want to, like... I feel like after this book... If it was real, everything would change mm-hmm. forever between them. Or at least Jessica would have, like, a huge shift. Is how yeah. it feels like it should happen, yeah. you know? Like, and all the tension's gone because Jessica learned her lesson and now they're both right. perfect. It probably wouldn't make for an amazing series. Although one thing that does happen as the series goes on is that it quits being all about the Wakefield twins and starts being a little bit mm. more about some of the other characters. So, going back to Goldberg's and yeah. fictional 80s high school, if the Sweet Valley were... Jenkintown, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Jen- yeah, sure. Jenkintown High School series. Eventually, Carla would get her own book, like pretty early on, probably. There would be a Carla book. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense instead of just a crazy side character. Just to be clear, my character is not that big on the show for the listeners. It's like I'm the weird, the weird girl they go to school with. I just say like really crazy stuff from time to time. I'm just around. Yeah. And if you never watched the Goldbergs, um, then you might not. I mean, you won't know what we're talking nope, about. Not at <laughs> but all. all you need to know is that it's set in the 1980s high school. Yeah, sorry, just to be clear, the similarities are it is a 1980s high school, and we never say what year it is. It's always 1980-something. Yeah. Which I did feel similarities with this book, because I was like, does time pass? Are they junior forever? Like, I've basically been playing a junior in high school for three years now. <laughs> Maybe I'm a senior now. Uh, but yeah, we're never... We're never really sure how old we are. We're just, like, upperclassmen. That's all we know. Yeah. I know it's a little bit goofy for me to get up in arms about how much time is passing when that is a pretty much, like, a founding principle True. of all, like, television. And that's basically how this this show goes. Like, 
you know, look at Saved by the Bell. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that just went That's on true. forever. You're right. And, they, you know, they were always, like, it was sometime oh, in man. the year all the time. This series is a lot like Saved by the Bell, honestly. This high school is. is a lot yeah. like Bayside High. Probably more than any other fictional high school I can think of. Uh, but... You know, it's my kind of favorite thing is to take this all way more seriously than it deserves. <laughs> so I guess the whole time concern goes right into that. <laughs> then you're doing great. Was there anything else about the book that... Oh, thank you. I am doing great. <laughs> Was there anything else about the book that you wanted to talk about? I mean, there's that we so much that I'm like... I have I anything. I love that the, the, the book itself just opens with like a teaser like you just turn you open the cover and the first page is just like a little like mini teaser like you're like picking up in the middle like you're just reading the book yeah and the the thing that it teases is like the second paragraph of the basically it was like really bizarre it was like so dramatic like immediately though it was such a bizarre place to pick up to like start a book like in the middle of like basically a climax of the stories like this is a weird place to start. Well, this is the first time there's been this level of a cliffhanger. Uh, There is one last thing that I pointed out that's just kind of a weird little moment that Mm -hmm. I just don't want to let it go by unnoticed. So Jessica decides at a certain point when she's really had it with Elizabeth's behavior and she doesn't know who to turn to. Elizabeth is in a lot of trouble. Jessica's kind of getting in trouble because of Elizabeth's trouble. She remembers that Elizabeth always went to talk to Mr. Collins, mm-hmm. and she decides to go talk to Mr. Collins, who I believe, again, mistakes now mistakes Jessica for Elizabeth, mm-hmm. because they look like each other now in their outfits and level of worry, like the right. worry on their faces, yeah. uh, concern for other human beings, and Jessica has that has now. Flipped. So... But there's this weird moment where Jessica starts crying to Mr. Collins, and um, here, I, I, oh, yeah. I noted the paragraph. Roger Collins put a comforting arm around Jessica's shoulders, letting her enjoy the release of crying for a few minutes. He then put a crisp white handkerchief in her hand, patted her shoulder gently, and asked, Feeling better? Which, <laughs> that's really the idea that he's going to let her enjoy the release of crying. Like, what a weird... Thought. Like, have you ever seen somebody cry? And it's one thing to be like, you need to get this out. But another thing is like, boy, enjoy it. It's it's so Enjoy weird. that release. I don't even know. Mr. Collins, man. I guess how kind of him to allow her to cry. To allow her <laughs> to enjoy her release. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He doesn't really know the full story of what's going on to know that she's enjoying it or needed it. No. But and it's also just like further sexualization of Mr. Collins. Which, now that we are examining these books from the year 2018, Mm -hmm. uh, is hard to ignore. I don't think it's Mr. Collins' fault. No, Mr. Collins is maybe the least weird. I don't know, but the the doctor, adult man, who touches them a lot, or just, like, touches her hair and her face. Yeah, and has no power to help someone get healthy. Yeah, and then Mr. Collins is definitely, you know... A, a guy who's around a lot who is handsome, like. and then Jessica mentioned some good-looking philosophy psychology, psychology professor that was like gonna come in and visit again. I'm just like, all right, we have a thing for older men, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. 
Well, this has been very productive. I feel like, if nothing else, we have, like, cracked the character of Marla for future episodes of The Goldbergs. Yes. So if you want to just, like, cut and paste us into an email to, you know, any writers that you know over at the show. Get some uh, web content. Yeah. A little web series spinoff. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now sure. there's an idea. Does Carla, Carla have a last name? Natalie. I guess it would be kind of a surprise if Carla suddenly has a twin that we never heard about. But I, mean, I think that could be the joke. I already have a dad, a stepdad, and a brother who's, like, joined a cult or something. So, like, having a twin, like, anything's possible with her, so. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Well, make it happen. Universe. No, back on this other this show. Is the, but, <laughs> this is um, uh, the secret. We're embodying it right now. Like, we're going to put it out there into the universe. This is what I want. I want Marlon Natale to be a character on the ABC sitcom The Goldbergs. Yes. Starring Alex Jennings. And from now on, this is now the Carla and Marla show. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) Yeah, we're not talking about female anymore. This is the last episode. I'm just kidding. Don't worry, everyone. (laughs) Tune in next week to hear about book eight. Heartbreakers. Yeah, something about Bill Bill Chase and Jessica and surfing. And it's going to be great. I can't wait. Yay! (laughs) 